Welcome back, guys, to another Geeks Crossing Rambles edition. We today have, as always, Matt and... Oh, me. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> Damn it, Matt, why didn't you say I? Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. We talked about this in the script. Oh, the I very mean, I did. Yep. strict script that we have right here. And today on this episode of Geeks Crossing, our sponsor is Anchor. I am Russell. <laughs> no. So today we are going to be talking about a couple of different little things and one being, get off your phone, guys. We're doing a podcast. God. <laughs> Don't look at CNN articles, Matt. Bad. Go. Um, it's National Review. But... We are talking about luck versus skill. Luck v. skill. Which one is better to have? Which one will get you farther? Luck. 100%. See. I used to agree with that, and as I tell Tyler all the time, luck over skill any day. Being lucky is the coolest thing ever. What do you think? Skill, I, I, I just think skill is more satisfying. It depends on what you mean by better. Like, when Keith asked me which is better, and I said it depends on your definition. If you just mean, oh, what, what will get you further in life, luck, 100%. But that's not even true, though, because if you are extremely skilled, like look at the football players, look at actors, look at actresses, look at doctors, you know, you don't go to an iffy doctor. You go to like the top surgeon in the world. You know, if you if you need something with your brain, you know, if you need open heart surgery, you're not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this guy down the block because, yeah, well, I mean, you go to like a, the most skilled surgeon, you know, in the world and bam, you don't go to a lucky surgeon. Oh, yeah, he's been lucky. You know, he performed open heart surgery once on a train and the guy survived somehow. But he only has one successful thing. Every, every other person, he, he's killed. But uh, I'm going to him because he's lucky. Like, oh, did you hear? He won the lottery. He's, he has luck. He'll, he'll do this. Like, you go for the skill. When it comes to luck, especially when it comes to winning the lottery, you could win countless times and just be very lucky and rich through the lottery. Like, I would rather win my money through the lottery than having to live in the stress of open heart surgery every day. But if you're also so skilled at it, that stress leaves. And this is where the big question comes in, though, where it's the amount of luck versus the amount of skill. Because if you're extremely lucky to the point where if you buy a lottery ticket, you win, which nobody is that lucky. But if you are that lucky, luck outweighs that. But the equivalent of that much luck would have to be that you are so skilled at everything that you never stress out. And like, no matter what you do, you just succeed. Like, you'd have to be the most skilled person ever. Well, there's like a ton of skilled surgeons and stuff out there in this world. But how many lucky people are there? That's... I would rather be lucky. See, and I also think skill is just more satisfying. Like, this is what I said, um, or this is what I believe. If you go through life and you're just very lucky, it's like, oh, yeah, I happened to be in the right place when I met my wife or when I got this job. You know, oh, look at me. I'm just lucky. That's less satisfying, I think, than the person who like, oh, yeah, I got my job because I trained really hard. I studied really hard. I did a lot of work and it all paid off. Like, I don't know. I just think skills better in that regard. It's more satisfying. I think so because it's like the ends justify the means. Like you work so hard and you get your reward. It's like, wow, all that work. But at the same time, I think if you were just so lucky where you could be like, you know what? I'm going to go get this job. And you just walk in and like, bam, you get the job. Or like, you're like, you know what? I'm going to wing it. I have faith. And like you wing it almost like how I used to put off. I've talked about this in the past. I picked up photography and I took a ton of photos 
and I had roughly $300 of photos to get developed. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a future me problem. And as a college student, $300 is a lot. So all of a sudden I get the notification that I owe my $300 because my pictures are ready. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like I put that off for a future me. If you could do that and you were so lucky where you're like, oh yeah, I don't need to worry about it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we messed up so all these pictures are free. Here you go. That's like just satisfying, you know? Like, like I feel like that would be satisfying enough in itself to just be like, yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry. Yeah, and I guess that's what you, I, I think that's where you get to with um, how much luck versus how much skill. Because mm. I, I do feel like if that happened with you for absolutely everything, you'd get sick of it. You'd have no stories, you know? You'd just that's be like, true. oh yeah, went to the photography office, or the photography studio today, all my pros were for free. Oh, I went to go get a new dog today. Yeah, the perfect one stood out and they gave it to me. Like, uh, Oh, I went to the yep. CVS, won the lottery immediately. I just think in terms of the grand scheme of things, you'd be happy. Of course, you'd win the lottery. Of course, you're happy. You're excited. Actually, but. that's super interesting that you bring that up because it is like like the happiness. It's that whole saying of Blair. It's like, what is day without night? You know, what is good without evil? It's like the balance. So if everything that happens to you is just straight good and nothing bad ever happens, you wouldn't really enjoy it. I mean, I feel like you would actually never be happy. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny you bring that up. Because that goes into like the whole one punch man thing, being like the strongest person, he can kill everybody with one punch, defeat any villain. And he's just like, what do I do with my life now? Like, it's it's awesome. I highly recommend that anime to everybody. It came with skill. He trained for that. It did come with skill. No, 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 but what we're talking about just how if you have everything you ever want, like, uh, it takes away. But the other thing was I was gonna bring up Deadpool about the uh, girl who's lucky. Cause they were like, luck's not a superpower. And it's like, oh really? Yeah. I guess it depends on how lucky you are because nobody has consistent luck. Like in any universe, I don't think you could have consistent, steady luck. Yeah, it is basically a superpower. But if you could tap into it, you'd be pretty overpowered, actually. That would be amazing. Now, is that like divine intervention, though? Uh, I guess it depends. Matt, though, being a like Christian yourself, do you, is there like a difference between luck and like divine intervention? Well, see, I don't want to get into religion on this thing. <laughs> I'm talking super briefly. Like, I, I was just saying, is there really, like, a, a difference? Well, as a, as a Catholic, I believe that, all, that God has a role in everyone's life. Ergo, anything that's happened to you is kind of not necessarily meant to, not necessarily, like, everything's predestined, but the idea that um, he's always kind of looking out for you mm. in some way, shape, or form. In some ways, yeah, the good things that happen to you are meant to happen, but kind of so are the bad things. Because they lead oh, okay. you to better things. If that makes sense. No, that absolutely does. How do you uh, calculate, um, what is it, when you do something good? Like, it's a good deed. Karma? Karma. Karma. Oh, how do you calculate, like, karma? If you find a wallet on the ground, you return it. A few weeks later, you find a $100 bill on the ground. Do you take it or do you bring it up? How do you calculate, okay, I've um, done enough good deeds where taking this equals that to my good well, deeds? Well, I don't think it's uh, enough good deeds where you could be like, oh, you know what? I've had enough good deeds. Wow, I saved that child from a burning building. I, I literally saved this yeah, I've sa no, I've saved this child from a burning building. I've done enough good deeds. I think I can take a life. You, right there. You're dead. No, not like that. Well, have you guys seen The Good Place? Yes, yeah, uh, that's how it started out. I remember is like they say you go to the good or bad. Well, I don't actually know how it ended up because spoiler alert for the good place, it all ends up being a bad place, like al algorithm. It's or so something. good. But oh, anyway, you haven't seen the final season? No. Have you? No, I haven't. Oh, you have to. But anyway, at least in the beginning, I don't know. That show got grading for me after a while. But at the beginning, just one season left, man. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> at the beginning, they say like, oh, you end up in the good place depending on your deed. So like, if you did like. 
if you did a hundred bad things and a hundred and one good things, you're going to the good places. You did that extra. Like your yep. your good outweighs your bad. And so that's what I kind of think of there. It's oh, I found five dollar bills on the ground, gave them back to their owner. Uh, and then I kill the guy, and I think that would probably make your score go, like, higher. Well, that's that. what I'm saying. If you saved, like, okay, fine, then you save two people, and then you kill a bad person. But now this is also... Oh, well, kill a bad person. They, well, kill a person. Yeah. <laughs> but now this is actually funny, because this is something that got brought up, um, actually, in the show. Like, what, what happens if you save somebody? You know, you think it's a good deed, but what happens if you save them, and it turns out to be, like, some evil person that, like, kills everybody? Like, like someone really bad. Well, if you're, are you at fault because you saved them? I don't believe so. I think you're. I'm a very. I be, I'm a big proponent of like mercy and charity. So if you save a life, you save a life. And if you obviously you don't know who it is, I imagine, right? Is that what you're the example? Yeah. Like you don't know what's gonna be well, a serial killer, but it's you save the them anyway. trolley problem. Uh, I love the trolley, the trolley problem. Trolley problem. For everybody that does not know, the trolley problem goes: uh, you are on a trolley, and no, you you're can, on. You're on a trolley. Oh, yes, yeah, you you're are. on the trolley. Yes, yes. I've whatever. seen examples where you're yeah, not. Or yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. on trolley, whatever. You could be on the trolley, yeah. though. You have pretty, essentially, you have the lever in front of you to switch the track that this is going down. If you don't do anything, it will run over one person. Or it will run over, usually it's like three five people. Or, yeah. yeah, five, three. It will run over a few people and kill them. If you pull the lever, it will usually run over one person. So is that one person's life more or less valuable than the five people. Mm. And people switch this out multiple times with various things. There are some scenarios where it's, if you don't do anything, it will kill one of your family members. And if you do something, it will kill two random people. And most people are like, oh, I know my family members. I'll kill the two randoms or four randoms. And you keep on doing it until it switches. One scenario, which I'm very shocked about, I'll ask both of you right now. It's going straight. If you don't do anything, it's running over like puppies, like just a bunch of puppies, like a truck of puppies. If you pull it, it kills one human. What are you doing? The puppies. Absolutely. Yeah, That's 100%. what I agree. What, what are you doing? You're smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would choose the human. Really? <laughs> Wait, no. What, you, no, no. Okay. no okay. Well, philosophy. But puppies are so cute. I, they, they are. are. It's a human it's a life. Human life. It's a human life. I was shocked when we talked about this in my philosophy class, how many people, and I'll say right now, it was 90% girls all said that they'd kill the human, that they'd save the puppies. And it was, it was like, it wasn't like an actual truckload of puppies, but they were saying, you know, if there's like a bunch and they're like that, or, you know, this switches it too for a lot of people. If it was your family dog, if it was Bailey or if it was Bailey versus a stranger, you know, yeah, yeah. I would shave the stranger. Yeah. Oh, you would save. I would save, save the yeah. stranger. But I would, oh yeah, yeah. I would. I wouldn't move it either. Even for both my little puppies. I love you. Puppies. Like it's. It's sad to say, but dogs are not humans. Yeah, They're yeah. never going to be humans. They're never like, going to be on the same level as human. humans. From a sentience perspective, from a life perspective. A random person that I don't know. I could live with myself. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if you could actually I'm get such a dick. But if it's a family that. dog. Or... No, I understand. Well, no, but that does change it for a, a lot dog. of people. That's, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can. Some dogs are family members. Absolutely. And then it's super interesting because then it starts turning into the trolley problem, you know. If you said you wouldn't save your dog over a human life because it's dog versus human, what if you knew the human was like a really bad person? Like... But if you knew the guy on track B was having fun pulling life support off of old people? Actually, yeah. What if it was a murderer? Yeah. Oh, god. He's taking more lives. My dog versus yeah, a, a serial old person murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's tough. See, that is tough because it's like you 
Like, you know that they're a bad person. They're, the, they're still a person. Yeah, but that's still the thing. A but then again, a bad person. person you no, but you also got to realize a bad person versus a good dog. That's the thing. Yeah, if they get caught, they're gonna go on death row probably for the murders. That's. But, but you never know. But see, okay, I'm. It's so funny though of how it switches too. Is like okay, like going back if it's. You know, you let it go and it will run over three people versus one person. What if the three people are inmates and the one person is just one person? Uh, you know what? No, I wouldn't let that impact my decision. Really? Wow. Yeah. So you're still switching it to run over one person? I don't actually, actually I don't actually know where I actually, am on the actual trolley problem. Right, yeah, right here for the actual trolley problem. You're on the cart. It's going. You have the lever to switch it to the other track. It will run over three people or it will run over one if you switch it. If you switch it, it runs over one. If you don't do anything, it runs over three. Are you switching it? Get back to me. I got to think. I, I guess I would switch it. You would switch it. So you would determine would to run over the one person. to kill yeah. one and kill one. I mean, it would be but, horrible, but, but the, you're keeping life to life loss to a minimum. That is true. But at the same time, you're putting yourself, you're adding yourself to the equation because you, you are could, killing you, that guy. Well, yeah, because yeah. you could easily step back and say, nope, it's not my problem. It's not whatever. Like, do you that's have... That's cowardly to me. Yeah, I was going to... Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you have the... Well, it's, I don't want to say the sense but like the sense of justice the sense of are you a part of that do you have to do something is it your moral obligation uh, to actually do something about it that, or can you just be uh, like nope not me like i'm not touching this like when you start saying moral obligation i start getting philosophical i'm like ah, uh, but at the same time i just don't see myself being like oh well this is annoying but not my problem <laughs> yeah. like i just i don't know i i can't well it's I so can't, i don't think i could do that i mean so like, which which one were you so saying? i would i would switch it the one thing that my teacher said was, um, if you switch it, it becomes premeditated because you thought about it. Interesting. I thought about never... it. If you let it go forward, it's not your problem. You didn't technically murder anyone. You, you switch it, it's premeditated murder because you caused the murder. Yeah. True, but that is true. Is this, does the trolley problem take place in a vacuum <laughs> or are there like still laws and like... like no, no, I know. I don't know uh, how it works, well, Yeah, it switches he, for he, everybody. He, he, I, didn't, I didn't tie them up. All <laughs> <I didn't laughs> It wasn't me, I swear, officer. I didn't leave them on the trolley. What, so? I wonder how the trolley problem would hold up in court. Like, oh, yes, officer, I, I, there were four people tied to different rails, and I did pull the lever to kill one instead of three. Like, would the jury, like, what would, I wonder what the thoughts would be on that, but from the jury. Absolutely. I gotta quickly wipe the lever down. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, no, at the same. It wasn't me. I mean, have they ever let somebody off for doing any type of crime because it was like the crime, the good thing that came? Like the there could out- have been a worse crime. Well, I, I, no, <laughs> like the outcome outweighed the actual crime. Gosh, I like, don't know. So, like the best scenario I could think of is like somebody. See, this is difficult because I was gonna say that somebody breaking into a building to like pull somebody out or save somebody um and then being like oh yeah you know that crime gets wiped away or just different things i mean the only thing i could really think of is the same exact thing as a trolley problem but instead you have a gun and you you shoot somebody that's like bad or about to kill somebody i mean yeah i'm not necessarily a pacifist or anything like if there's a guy with a gun he's bad and you have to kill him then you have Mm -hmm. to kill him you know but it all gets so because it's also i mean i've said this from day one in philosophy it all depends on the information that's given to you yeah. The first day, the first question my uh, philosophy, philosophy professor asked me was, do you love your parents? It's so funny how many people said no, by the way, but uh, it's actually more sad. It was just crazy. But like, do you love your parents, Nick Matt? Yeah. Obviously, you come from well, very I mean, wholesome families. My family gave me up. <laughs> so. Do you love your adoptive family? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, and uh, so now it goes like, what if your, bo- what if both your parents were murderers? What if they both killed somebody? Would you still love them? 
Yeah. Like, would you do anything for them? Would you this that like? Oh, I would you mean, like, would you help them hide a body? Like, no, no. I would love. I love them no matter what, but I wouldn't help them like with their murders. Okay, okay what if they killed your like significant other? Jeez, or what if they killed you. your friend? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Can't kill what isn't there. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, no, but that's like your left hand. No. So <laughs> the professor kept on adding information, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, well, see, because you're adding more information, it's a rigged problem." Is like it all depends. I was like, "Yes, you always love your parents, or for the most part, yes, you will do anything for them." But like the most popular one was when he was like, "What if they killed it?" So many people, or what if they killed somebody? So many people are like, "No, I wouldn't love them anymore." And I was like, "Wow, that." Kind of harsh. Yeah, I don't know. And if then, that for no, exactly. And then he was like, "Well, what if it was in self defense?" I was like, "Well, that's exactly what my thought was. Like, I know my family. If they ever killed somebody, it would be out of self defense. It would yeah. be because of this. It would be yeah. because of that." But well, people like, said no to what? Would you love your parents if they killed someone in self defense? Oh no, no, no! no, well, no that no, was no, the no, add-on. No. Oh, because it's always that. It was every question. There was another add-on. You know, with the trolley problem too. Gotcha. What if? You know, would you, you ever play trial by trolley? No, I have that game. Before. It's a game. Ooh, that's yeah, cool. I that never that. It gives you like, oh, this person's on track A. It gives like two good people and one bad. So kind of interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it out and play it. Absolutely. Uh, everybody check out uh, check out the stream on Carabyte and CryptoLock Games. Yes. Uh, I am not Carabyte. Bite. I am Nuclear Bacon, but uh, he's the affiliate one, so. <laughs> it's not a video game. Board game. Oh, what it is? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. A know. board game. This will be fun. Yeah. I don't know. I forget how to play it. I know. You, yeah. I don't know how it works teams. I forget about that. No, we'll, we'll learn. I think we just kind of soloed it. It was with three people. It was my mom and Caitlin. Yeah. And they each picked a track and this and that and debated why because well, that to live or die. Well, well, so now going back to the trolley problem, you said that you would pull the lever to run over the, yeah. well, the one person rather than the three. You know, save human life, this and that. And you said... We, you never answered. Would you pull the yeah, lever? Yeah, I would probably one versus three life. Okay, knowing me, I mean, again, it all depends on the people out there. I probably <laughs> wouldn't, uh, and depending on the people, to be honest, no, I'm a very, I'm a-, a very big person to be like, nope, not me. I had no, like, whatever. It's not my problem. But if there was, see, it's also so, so difficult because it's also a like life or death. They did that in scenario. the Batman movie. There was a boat of survivors and a boat of criminals. And yes. They both had the option to choose who lives and dies. Yep. And no one chose either. Yeah, well, exactly. Believing in human good. But one of the things is now, what if, like, a part of the three people, it was three people that were rather older and it was, like, one younger person? And it's, like, the, it, like just adding things. It's so interesting to hear how people Their value different lives. for much longer then. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. That's the thing. And then it's, like, what if... It was, you know, three inmates versus one, you know, guy in a suit. You don't know anything about him, but he's in a suit. Like, what if it was one homeless person compared to, you know, three pe- three older people? Like, it's just interesting to see how people stack human life um, and how people draw their conclusions, you know? Oh my gosh, I'm reading a very interesting uh, example of the trolley problem. Two versions of the trolley problem. The one version is that the trolley's coming down, it's gonna going towards five people, you know, you pull the lever and it goes down and hits one person on the other track and kills him. Oh, is but, this the trolley problem to another trolley problem? No, no, oh. the second alternative version, the trolley's coming down towards the five people, but instead of running over and pulling the lever immediately, you run over to the one guy who's on the other track, shoot him, Kill him, pull the lever, and the trolley runs over a dead body. 
That's still the same outcome. You just kill them. Yeah, yeah you kill them either way. But it's one worse. I mean, it's the same outcome if you think now, about it. here's the real question. It is I... worse because shooting him before the trolley... But then the trolley just ran over a dead body. It didn't run over a... But you killed him. But you killed him, but you would have killed him if you didn't shoot him. But still, huh. you shot him. No, I just no, think it's interesting. That it's, what, it's kind of the same it, 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 no, thing. No, it is interesting. I wonder if they would charge you, though. Like, Yeah, because you actually willingly not, shot him. You did at willingly shoot him, but he was going to get run over anyway. But I think in court, it would hold up because it was like, well, you shot him first. He was alive, like, no matter how long his life. But, you know, like, also, talking about luck... And bad luck and good luck, knowing my luck, I'd shoot him being like, oh, he's dead anyway, and the trolley would just stop. <laughs> just instantly stop. There'd be like a stick in the gear and just stop. Or like hit a corner and just fall over. And be like, well, well, well shit. Is well, there a it, way to uh, have, turn, uh, pull the lever to where the trolley goes diagonal and hits both uh, paths so you kill four people? <laughs> he skidded. Yeah. No, it's skidded and it just kills everyone. But apparently, according to this answer, um, which I should say I'm on Catholic answers, but they were interviewing a priest about it. He said, this is actually distinguishable. Like, th- it is different. Shooting a guy, because in one, your goal, your objective is to kill. You walk at a guy with a gun and you shoot him. That's yeah. your objective. And the other is, the objective is to save. Yep. So that that makes a difference. You know, what's interesting thinking about it from a priest or a god or like perspective really believing heavily in God too. Oh, see, but that gets ex- even more difficult because I was going to say, I could see you saying, oh, I'm not going to touch the lever at all because, you know, it's God's plan for these people to die. If they're going to die, they're going to die. But at the same time, if God put you there to pull the lever, yeah, you know, maybe exactly. he put you there. Like, ooh, so it really comes down. Like, that doesn't help you at all. It just makes it more complicated. Another trolley <laughs> problem I heard of, though, Okay, so the trains com- the trolley's coming down and there's one person in, in the path. If you pull the lever, though, you smash the trolley into another trolley and it goes down where there's two people and then three people. So it, it, it essentially is going to keep... Oh, no, it's two people and then another trolley. Uh-huh. So essentially, if you keep on pushing it down, the more people will actually die until they decide to stop it. Oh, so there's never an end. There's yeah, never yeah, an yeah, end. yeah. Well, that so you, you can, can see. keep it in the uh. loop. Oh, well, essentially, technically, it'd be just... You could infinite. buy yourself time by doing that. Well, that's the thing, yeah. but then when you decide to bite the bullet, you know, it, it would kill 50 people instead of the one. Assuming was, we're not, yeah. It was, do you do nothing and let it run over uh, somebody, or do you just keep on buying yourself time where it the next trolley will hit two people unless somebody pulls the lever, and then it goes down and the next trolley will hit three people unless someone pulls the lever, and it keeps on going down that way. But assuming we're not in a vacuum, if you see a runaway trolley and you see that you could stop it multiple times, you can call the proper authorities and be like, hey, there's a runaway trolley go down the hill that is true and that'll buy you time to do that but in the vacuum we're talking about in the vacuum i then i i I suppose you kill one because this is pretty much the trolley problem well yeah it's just a trolley problem again except the more you you leave it for a future you you problem well at the same time it's also not you though because on each other trolley it would be a different person it's more do you pass the blame and be like oh my hands are clean i saved the guy but knowing that because of your effects, eventually more people will die. You'd have to do the one, I think. You will have to kill thing. the one guy. But yeah. it would, the blood would be on your the hands. The blood would be on but... your hand. But you're, I, I would say it's your duty to be responsible. Okay. To save more lives. Because, again, that's, that is the trolley problem, well, yeah. pretty much. It's like, oh, oh, let it do kill three or go to one. Except yeah. it's let it kill one and go to eventually more than one. What's also fun? I mean, I guess if it wasn't in a vacuum and it was in a real thing and it wasn't endless because no trolleys are endless, you would want to buy as much time as you can. Yeah. So you so would. So you say... would. So th- this question is actually, I would say the answer differs depending on if we're just talking about a vacuum or if we're oh, talking about real life. Yeah. 
Which, if it was real life, that would be a sucky predicament where we, there were somehow <laughs> one, two, three, yeah. four, five people on the tracks. Like, yeah. holy cow. That'd have to be a pretty bad uh, crime rate for there to be people running around time <laughs> on the tracks. Although trolleys are popular in San Francisco and they have a horrible crime rate. So maybe that we're not too oh. far off from a real Quickly, guys, real please don't problem. do this. Please, no. If you live in San Francisco. Please do not reenact the trolley problem in real life. No. I'm begging you. I wonder if people Matt, have. being your history teacher, professor away, yeah. did people actually tie people to train, train tracks back during what, like the The 17th? Old West? Yeah. I don't know anything about the Old West, so I don't know. But I am. Really? I can I look mean, it, it up. It had to come from somewhere, so I'd assume so. Absolutely. But I wonder if that was something that like people, because I believe that's how I should say from the video games and from the books and from me making my own conclusions. I thought that's how they stopped the people from the trains. They put somebody on the train tracks, and the train would have to stop if they could see them ahead of time, because there's always the conductor. And then I thought. When they got the train to stop, they'd rob the train because train robberies were a real thing, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was okay, good. Like, which? Why would you hijack a train? Because like, back then it was only for the wealthy. Uh, yeah, there were rich people on trains. You, it was a getaway <laughs> if you yeah. literally just ride the mm. train on. Plus, it would take a while for the authorities to. Yeah, it would, you could either use the train as a getaway, or you could just hop off the train, and the train would have to yeah. keep going, and they'd lose. Especially you. if you had a rendezvous point with yeah. horses. But um, damn so it, we should have done a train robbery back in the 1800s. Where were we? <laughs> Maybe we didn't pass lives. So I just looked it up. That was not a real crime. People did not try. Went. People did not tie other people to railroad tracks. It was an invention for plays and silent films and stuff for a point of drama, which what? is probably why it's in so many old westerns. That is so interesting. Yeah, which I guess it makes sense because it's so much easier to kill someone other than doing that. Yeah. Like, there are so many easier ways to end a life than to be like, all right, I'll look at the train schedule. There's one coming in an hour. I'll tie this person up here. I'll wait. I'll laugh. Yeah. I'll laugh. I'll twirl my mustache. Like, there's so much. I'll check my pocket watch four times. Or I'll just stand. Like, you know. Honest, though, not doing it for the point of murder, but doing it for the point of being like, look, you're going to get run over by the train unless you tell me where, like, you know. I I can see that. Like, more scare factor, but yeah, I guess. But I think it was a fiction invention. Wow. It's got to be messy. Do we do it? Run over by a train? Absolutely. I know people who who know about that. But I wonder if there's anything that we do that's like fake or fictional that in the future they'll be like, wow, I wonder if in the 21st century they really did that. Mailboxing? Uh, people did mailbox no, though, but. True, true. But they'd be like, yeah, no way. I'm assuming the closest thing would be like hacking, I guess, but like I think we're gonna have hackers even more in the future. So yeah. it's gonna be like. Hacking's gonna be a big problem. I mean, I could see it being something like, did people really use beepers? But they did use beepers. Like, what's something fake? Speaking of something hacking, fake? did you hear that uh, Amazon launched their first store with computerized uh, things, no cashiers? Really? Yeah. Apparently scans you, it like knows who you are, it detects if you took an item, and it will charge your Amazon card. Huh. So like, it will say, oh, you took like, what if I take an item and then put it back? Being like, oh, I don't like that. It picks up that you put it back. What but if it doesn't? <laughs> what if it doesn't pick? Like, what if you just drop it off like a lazy person and like, let's Yo. just say you get M and M's because you know that's the what's in my head, and you put it in like the milk carton. What if it confuses you with somebody else? Like how a- Apple was having the issues where other uh, uh, people certain, could yeah uh, certain races yeah ethnicities. Uh, um, with uh, the facial recognition, did yes. they get in trouble with that? I think they did, but I'm saying like, what if it or what if you actually. I don't want to say hack, but what if for some reason your card links to somebody else's card 
or somebody else's like face and stuff links to your card. Yeah, but I was so, like, thinking about hacking the store. Like if it's no one's working there, you can hack the you could possibly hack the store and just get everything for free. That would be hard, I imagine, but <laughs> yeah, I guess but you yeah. could, yeah. Well, I'm also sure that they actually have people watching over the store. Yeah, like, no, they like, had like little, uh, I saw in the video there had people in there, but no cashiers. See, now that comes down to, is it luck or skill? <laughs> <laughs> Are they being very lucky if nothing breaks, or are they very skilled that nothing very breaks? Very lucky that nothing, uh, that, uh... But I don't, I don't know how have they to would be do that. Extreme retinal scans and that Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would have to be some crazy stuff. Like how there's the restaurants where they give you, do the, like, little COVID scanners to your head. Yeah. They're gonna do that with your eye scans. Please, if you want to enter this Amazon store, put your eyes here. Fingerprint scanner, oh, please. God. To what us, living back in, like, in, cyberpunk. Back in the day when we used to watch movies and, like... Uh, corp evil corporations use the eye scanner. <laughs> Who knows? True. I mean, that's how we unlock our iPhones. It's a facial idea. Like, scans your eyes and stuff. Well, look at how far technology has gotten. Like, I mean, first of all, look at how far it's come. Yeah, look at how far it's come from, like, the, the 50s, you know, from the the early 1900s. Like, actually, just let's say the 1900s, you know, and how long has that been? Oh, my God. 121 years? Our iPhones have... Like double the technology that the first uh, freaking it's more than double. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. Double, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's a ton more. But... The world's the first computer I think was like one one hundredth of the amount of stuff we can do on our phones. Absolutely. I mean, even uh, even our phones or now storage even are like it's an iPod. You know, it's music. It's the internet. It's a computer. Like literally, it's the computer. It's in a timer. It's a calculator. A phone, a beeper, lol. So, the first computer with disk storage in 1956, it cost 35,000 years, thousand dollars a year, $35,000 wow. a year to operate, five megabytes. Five, <laughs> five megabytes. megabytes? Yup. Oh my Five. god, you understand. My Call like, of Duty updated like 100 gigabytes. I know, like how far we've come. And then again, like even when we were younger, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s. 500 you know, gigabytes was like... We've had clamshell, well I'm saying, we have clamshell phones though. Like, like we had phones back when you had to text, you had to do, you know, one, 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 two, 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 mm -hmm. like where you had to type in and go through. The best was trying to type all caps. Most Forever. photos on your iPhone are between 3 and 3.5 millibytes. So imagine you could have one. <laughs> Wait, megabyte? It was a millibyte or a megabyte? Oh, excuse me. A megabyte. But how many millibytes go into a megabyte? How many megabytes are a gigabyte? 1,000 megabytes. So yeah, imagine one gigabyte of data. That's like, okay. It's an alright amount. So the first computer on say Earth- it's okay. I have a flash drive that's 32 gigabytes and I'm like, this is not big enough. Like yeah, that's true, yeah. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, thinking about it. So imagine you can only fit five, <laughs> or, or excuse five me, five megabytes. megabytes. Like if you think 32 gigabytes isn't enough, Try one thirty-two thousandth. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That. Well, that's the craziest thing is like, and now on phones, you know, like even one of it was talking about how far technology, even the first iPod was like, oh, you could have a thousand songs. And now it's like, what is it? Like 10 million songs anywhere, anytime. Apple music, like, yep. and it's just like how con connected we've become, but we're talking about face scanning. Like, I wonder what it's going to be. I'm still waiting for that all glass, like pixelated hologram. Did you, phone. did you see the Netflix movie, the Mitchells versus the machines? No. It was an animated movie came out in spring this year. It was by the people who made Into the Spider-Verse. Um, it was pretty funny. It was like an okay movie. I, I did. I was expecting better of it, but maybe that was just because it was delayed yeah. for two years. No. But um, it was all right. 
And it was about a family where the daughter was like really like good with technology and all that, and she loved it. I and remember the dad hearing about was, like, this. Yeah, like a technophobe, like did not anything worked. And then there's a robot uprising, and like yeah, really. Yeah. That. So it's it's pretty funny, and it it, it constantly deals with those questions of holy cow, technology's like starting to control us. Like it's yeah. so over. It's like over empowered in a way. Well, that's some of the things that I was thinking. Like, of course, there are so many amazing technology like advancements that are just amazing, you know, from hospital things and um, like everything in the health sector. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, of course. No, no, no. We're definitely in a better place. Because well, you know, well, that's what I was going to say. But there are some that are just so upsetting almost. I mean, I guess anything really military. Yeah. Just like even phones, though, of how like my little sister, like she'll have people come over to like hang out. And they just sit in their same room, just texting each other pretty much and going on the phone. And like even now, Matt and Nick are both on their phone. Oh, no, Nick put his phone down. I just missed a call from my mom. <laughs> it's so crazy. I will say, talking about advancements in technology and military technology, I have said from the time I was young, I think everybody in... I'll just say United States should learn how to use a sword properly, a part of like uh, training. And it's so funny because I saw a TikTok about a guy talking like this. And I was like, oh my God, I've said the same thing. <laughs> but it would be the coolest thing if everybody learned how to properly use a sword. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody could legally carry swords and kind of move backwards with that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be bad because it's like, oh, I have an issue with you. Guess what? We're going to have a sword fight. And, you know, you'd see a lot more sword fights and people losing limbs and some bad things but okay you know what i talked yeah. myself out of it never mind <laughs> it was a good idea with that guy on tiktok too it'd be cool also like who would you really mess with if it's like oh he has a sword i have a sword like oh but i'm the best sword fighter in my family like i challenge you like, you insulted my family's honor that's it bakugo <laughs> let's go or bakugo yeah i don't know there's some advancements i'm happy about some are would be cooler back in the day part of me thinks it would be cool if we brought back uh horse and carriages but on the other hand i hate horses so what what no, i don't hate horses but i'm I, I'm, like, terrified of them. I just that don't trust horses. I, for people who are allergic to horses. That is true. I guess people back then just didn't move. They're like, oh, well, I guess I'll walk. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to animal hair. But I have to, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just stay here. Although, it is interesting. For most of human history, How would that work the overwhelming the majority of human history, people did not even leave their town in most parts of the world because there was no way. Yeah. You either walk somewhere, you rode a horse or camel, depending on where you lived, or you just stayed in the same place. How would that work though if you rode a horse and buggy and you still had cars? Yeah, everyone would have to switch. Yeah. The Amish? The Amish well, don't, don't have cars, have cars. No, no, but I'm saying like... Oh, Amish country? Yeah. But... Yeah, no, oh. but most cars oh. don't go through Amish country. Yeah. And when they mm -hmm. do, it gets... Congratulations, you have to wait behind a horse. Well, I mean, yeah. I also though think about uh, like down in Texas, one of my friends moved there and he was getting... Uh, he was buying property with our, like a little ranch on it because oh. he rides horses and he was going to do that. Like you can, and even actually in New York on Long Island, if you go up like on the north part, people do have horses still where they oh, go, yeah. where they travel. I mean, it's more riding for fun. It's not like riding to... Yeah, travel yeah. could you imagine needing to ride a horse through like to new york city being like <laughs> oh my gosh quickly go across the throg next bridge like come on horse <laughs> God, do we still have to pay a toll <laughs> the um, horse it, uh, the horse just decides to poop in the middle of the bridge see, uh, someone will clean that up it's always easier to ride horses and stuff in rural areas i feel like yep. just be not even because there's less cars that is a factor but you there's not really sidewalks like there's just 
the property's bigger. If you ride your horse next to the street, you can do that. Yep. You can't really do that in like New York City, for example. Oh, absolutely. Because everyone's on sidewalks. You can't exactly put a horse there. But uh, yeah, that's interesting how we've kind of come. And that takes us full circle back to our other podcast where we talked about uh, we'll never domesticate big animals again because we used to use them for things like transportation. Now we have no need. Well, I feel like we could domesticate big animals in like, I don't say third world countries, but in countries where you'd still need stuff like that. But... If there could be another animal to go extinct, is there any species that you'd want gone? Because I know for a fact there is one specific that there's no point of, and it's the only animal species I've ever known of. Or I won't really call it animal species. It is a bug that I don't understand why they actually exist. No, no, because things even eat mosquitoes. So, what do pandas do? I like, I love how cute they are, but like, you want them to go extinct? No, no, I'm saying like, what's the least? What's the least animal that I could pick that won't really ruin an ecosystem or anything? I will say mine, and I'm sure everybody will agree. Well, actually, uh, Matt, please go first. Uh, I don't really know. I I don't really think about this. I like most animals, and the scarier ones fill an important role. Like, I hate bears. Um, I hate chimpanzees. (laughs) I hate sharks. I hate anything that lives in the ocean. (laughs) That's that's scary. You don't like salmons? Uh, no, I actually like sharks and they're like cool, but they're scary, but I would never want them to go extinct. I'd never want bears or chimps to go extinct. So I don't really know. Part of me wants to say like, I hate bugs a lot, but they're important. So I can't really say, I guess wasps maybe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So Matt was saying wasps. Do you have any? It's funny because I feel like everybody always chooses bugs. Nobody's ever like, oh, I want all sharks to die. Well, I would kill all... Okay, I don't want to say that, but... Fucking anglerfish. They have no purpose. Okay. Just creepy as the I'm one, and you guys can switch to this one afterwards, but the one that... The correct answer here, there is a correct answer, is ticks. Yep. Ticks. Yeah. There is no point for ticks. There's yep. no animals that actually have ticks as a natural predator. Yeah, there's... I think there's actually two animals that will eat them, and I think a type of spider is one of them, but for the most part, they don't eat them. Uh, nothing does. You can't kill them. You have to literally set them on fire. They carry so many diseases, and... They're parasites. They bite yeah. onto you where you don't notice, and they start sucking your blood. Like they spread diseases too. Yeah, yeah. Awful diseases, Lyme yeah, disease, and yeah, um, not a virus. Yeah, and the, the what's it called? Something like Huntsman. Whatever. Oh. It's where you can't eat meat anymore. Like all of a sudden, your body shuts down, and you're like, oh yeah, you can't eat meat. Like they are awful yeah. creatures, and there's no point to them. I'm switching to ticks too. Yeah, ticks, yeah, ticks suck. suck. So if you're a tick fan listening to this, no, you're not anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I was gonna say, actually, anybody live, uh, listening. To to this please spread the word that we have to exterminate just like the passenger pigeons we have to exterminate ticks somehow Humanity, i don't know how. remember how you did with the passenger pigeon let's bring it back do it to ticks. yeah come on we've, we've killed so many uh so many we've species. killed so many species over the years you we got this you know what i'd love to see a species come back from i don't want to say from the dead be because yeah. it's not like I'm choosing dodo birds or anything like that. I love dodo birds. But I would... Dodo birds. <laughs> they would be kind of cool. Yeah, think if, about it. They were so calm towards humans. We could have pet dodo birds. I'm, I'm yeah. short of it. They were so docile. They never fought. I could literally be sitting in my room and I would have like a pet dodo bird. Like that would have been great. But I can't okay. anymore. Yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. I, well, I was going to say narwhals. I would love to see that like the population booms and all of a sudden it's like you go down to the beach and you just see like... How so many boats we get impaled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm riding my little canoe and next thing I know... <laughs> Aren't they only in cold waters though? Yeah, yeah they're yeah, in the yeah. Arctic. Penguins are awesome. 
Penguins are cute. They're pretty awesome. God bless anyone canoe or uh, kayaking in the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do kayaking up there. Could probably you imagine how awful that would be. Yeah, you get so many sinking. predators. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. The Arctic I can't. water. Like that's terrifying. The water. Are the scariest things? Did you know about the new octopus squid thing they found? Oh, new octopus it, dropped when? Yeah, it's. I <laughs> don't know. It apparently lives. What at update depth. are we on? <laughs> it, it lives at depths of below fifteen thousand feet. It's like half the height of Mount Everest. And it only lives down there. And so far we've seen them to grow up to 26 feet with their tentacles, which take up three quarters of their body. I'll show you pictures afterwards. I don't know the name of these. Please look up uh, like deep sea octopuses or t- squids. Octopi. Oh, They're- the colossal squid. No, I've it's heard not, of that. I don't think it's a colossal. No, it's like not like the giant squid. You know the giant squid? It's like an yeah, actual yeah. big squid with like really long. Yeah. No, these are something. Imagine a tiny squid with tentacles like Slenderman that just go down like 20 feet. Ooh, yeah, the tentacle and it dra- just drags its tentacles on the the uh, bottom of the ocean floor. The I issue think, yeah. that they say with these so far, the biggest one we've found was twenty six feet, um, including tentacles and like little body, which the body is like six feet. Yeah, with literally so twenty six feet, six feet body, twenty feet of tentacles like that have suction cups and just grips anything. We know next to nothing about these, and everyone we found has been, according to scientists, juvenile. So if 26 feet is a juvenile, <laughs> how big do they get? <laughs> like, if 26 oh feet is a God. juvenile, like, what? That is scary. We completely missed out on talking about Big Time Rush and time travel, but that will be for another Ramble episode. <laughs> I'm going to call it here. Yeah. Uh, talking about scary ocean creatures, and it always Good. seems like we get back to uh, animals. Creatures, yeah, animals. Um, I like talking about animals. This <laughs> has been Geeks Crossing Ramble. Woo! Thank you guys for listening. I've been Keith. I have been Nick. I have been Matt. So make sure that you listen to us. Continue to support us wherever you're listening to us right now. Follow us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing and join our Discord. And subscribe to Carapite. And um, you guys have been loyal fans. Thank you so much for sticking around to this uh, point. Love you guys. Peace out. Boop.